This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Planning for security in your health IT infrastructure. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Emil Sayeg, President and CEO at Entirety. Welcome, Emil. Thank you, Tanya. So Entirety is a new company with established roots. What do you do and how does it involve the cloud? Absolutely. Um, glad to be here and uh, would love to tell you about the background about our company. Um, Entirety was uh, announced in uh, January of uh, 2019. And it is the product of the merger of two companies that have been in the space for a very long time. Hostway, um, which was based in Austin, Texas, and then Hosting, which was based in Denver. The two companies merged. And um, over the last nine months, uh, we've been working on integrating the two companies. And in September, we announced a new brand entirety. And uh, both companies have had a history in cloud, have been pioneers in this space, and uh, were spawned uh, during the start of the internet, frankly, in the late 90s. And, uh, um, you know, a lot of uh, companies uh, have uh, had their websites hosted uh, with either Hostway or Hosting, have had their domain names, have had their emails uh, hosted with these two companies. And uh, uh, the merger of the two companies uh, has created a powerhouse in this space. Um, we have 14 data centers now globally and with in-depth expertise in both um, Azure and AWS technologies, right? So um, our team is not only experienced in infrastructure that we host inside of our data centers, but also uh, using the public cloud with Azure and AWS, um, and also expanding that to managing infrastructure at the customer premises where customers have infrastructure on their sites, they need help in managing it and securing it. Um, this is where we come in essentially, we're agnostic where that infrastructure exists, whether it's the public cloud, our 14 data centers, or the customer premises. Ransomware attacks continue to be top of mind and a big concern in, in any industry. Why is the healthcare industry such a prime target? Absolutely, very rich target uh, for uh, the hackers um, because you're getting um, private information, confidential, conf confidential, uniquely identifiable information of, um, of individuals like you and me. Um, so it's a treasure chest for, for hackers and nefarious players out there. And uh, ransomware is, we are getting calls um, of um, companies that are ransomware almost on a, on a weekly basis now. And uh, this is an epidemic out there. Um, it's a big issue. And uh, companies have to be pre prepared to guard against ransomware before it happens. After it happens, unfortunately, it is too late. Um, and boards and management teams have to be really conscious of the threat that's out there um, to ransom the data and then ask them for a payout to release that data. Um, and uh, there has to be a awakening 
um, in healthcare organizations as well as um, industry at large uh, of anyone that is hosting uh, valuable data uh, and has valuable data in their environment, um, that that is a real threat. And it is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, unless they put this proper safeguards that they will be targets of, uh, of ransomware. What is cloud sprawl and how does this come into play? Absolutely. That's one of the reasons why you have ransomware. Uh, cloud sprawl is when there is a lack of governance in these organizations and allow users to create um, cloud instances in various places, whether it's on Azure, AWS, on Google, um, that is not controlled, not contained, with little governance on top. So the CIO or IT essentially have little control of where all these assets are. And they have little control on what kind of security precautions they need to put on top of them to, in order to avoid a hacker from coming in and, um, and stealing the data or ransoming the data or, or whatnot. Um, so cloud sprawl is when there's you know, completely uncontrolled um, spawning of uh, cloud instances uh, that are not subjected to proper governance. What are some of the considerations in building a hack tolerant system? Well, first is you have to look at your applications and understand that you, the risk that you have with each one of your applications and you have to tier them, right? There are applications that um, require a high level of security, perhaps another uh, set of applications require medium level security, and then uh, some applications perhaps not as much in case they get hacked or get attacked or whatnot. Um, there are also multiple level of, um, of attacks that will happen. There's attacks that are gonna try to take you down. If you are a media organization that's posting controversial content, as an example, you'll be subject to DDoS attacks where there's an interruption of service, where there's, a, there's an attack that will bring down your ability um, to serve your mission um, of, um, of getting the, the content out there. Um, however, if you are a healthcare organization or a company that, that keeps uh, credit card data or financial data um, or anything that identifies a person uh, uniquely, then you have an obligation and there are regulations that obligate you to protect that data. It is not as simple as a um, nice to have. Um, if you are an educational organization, you have an obligation to protect your students' data. If you're a healthcare organization, you have an obligation to protect your patients' data, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So um, there are heavy penalties, heavy penalties that are being levied now uh, for all these breaches. And there's, um, other than the penalties, which sometimes are the smaller price to pay compared to reputational risk. The reputation of your organization that has been hacked is sometimes much more costly than the actual physical penalties that you have, the, the dollars that you have to pay um, to remedy and to compensate the folks that uh, whose uh, uh, records have been disclosed. So the obligation of the C-suite is to work together in tandem and create precautionary plans to secure all these applications that exist in their IT infrastructure in order to secure them properly and to compensate for the risk that they would create to the uh, to the um, existentially to the to the to the to the to the organization if it gets hacked. 
in a ransomware attack, is it true that even if you pay the ransom, some data may remain inaccessible? Absolutely. Happens every day. And my challenge to everybody that's listening to this video is to put together plans in order to prevent getting ransomed and then also put together plans that even if you're ransomed, then you're not interrupting service to your customers. So there is a securing your environment aspect of it. And then if that you actually do get ransomed, then you have to be able to have a disaster recovery plan, a business continuity plan um, that says, hey, look, I'll continue to operate regardless of that ransomware attack. So what security issues should health uh, industry IT staff monitor in the coming year? I mean, what, what's on the horizon, either as a, as a threat or a resource? Yeah, absolutely. Um, from, a, um, um, from the threat standpoint, of course, um, you got the insider threats. Uh, there's um, tons of uh, these um, incidents that are happening where uh, there's some insider, um, insider threat, um, insider uh, actor uh, that is acting nefariously, um, leaking data, um, compromising data, or even inadvertently exposing data, right? So we're talking about, you know, it doesn't always have to be nefarious. It could be careless. You talk about, about cloud sprawl. There has to be governance for cloud sprawl. Otherwise, somebody who's not doing it on purpose, just because there's no governance, will expose all that data to the world. And we've had governmental agencies that do that, whose job is to secure the country. They've, we've had individuals and in governmental agencies that have exposed um, data. So insider threat is a big issue. There has to be control. There has to be um, governance. From an outside hacking uh, perspective, um, you know, right now we are no longer dealing with a lone hacker that is sitting in a basement. We are dealing with um, um, states that are sponsors that are sponsoring um, hacking and uh, um, have a um, a policy um, to go figure out how to do industrial espionage or um, uh, figure out how to disrupt um, other um, other. Uh, companies that are in other countries' um, operations. So um, this is not an innocent uh, anymore um, act of a, of a lone, lone um, actor. So these are the things that companies have to be prepared for. Um, hacking activity has reached a um, very high level of sophistication. Um, there are uh, tools now where um, intrusion is happening over long periods of time. Um, and um, essentially, um, the seeds of, of a hack uh, become, you know, start to get planned six, seven, eight months, a year in advance. And, uh, and bots are planted um, in order to invoke the hack at the proper time. Emil Sayeg, president and CEO of Dentirety. Thanks for joining us. If somebody wants to connect with you, Emil, maybe they want to find out more about how to be protected, how can they do that? Absolutely. Please email me at emil.sayegh at entirety.com. Entirety spelled N-T-I-R-E-T-Y.com. So, uh, or you can reach us on uh, uh, our website as well, 
which is www.entirety.com. Sounds good. Thanks again for joining. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tonyahall.net. Thanks for watching. 